it's not the full menu. It's a snack-sized portion of chef Here's your host, Graham McLennan. Welcome to your Friday and welcome back to the chef podcast. If you're a regular chef listener, welcome back to the show and thanks for taking the time to be here. If you're new to the show, I'm so glad that you found chef This podcast is all about food. It's about restaurants and chefs and dining experiences and the people I talk to most of the time at least are chefs and lawyers and that's simply because I've done both jobs over the years. So most of the people I know are either chefs or they're lawyers. These days I am solidly back in office land working as a lawyer full-time and chef is my way of staying connected to the world of chefs and kitchens and food. Anyway, I'm really glad you're here, and I hope you're going to enjoy the show today. Oh, one other thing you should know about Cheftimony, it's not a Las Vegas podcast. There are plenty of great Vegas podcasts, and if you'd like some recommendations, just drop me a line. I'm happy to share some of my favorites. No, Cheftimony isn't a Vegas show, but sometimes you might not know that. For reasons that I've rambled about before and undoubtedly will again, I love Las Vegas. That's a long story as to why, but on a very simple level, there's a great food scene in that city. So let's just leave why I love Las Vegas so much there for today and move on to today's show, which is full of great Vegas stories. I was just in Las Vegas last weekend, and I've got a full trip report to share with you today. There's a lot to cover, including a look ahead at some interviews I did while in Vegas, so let's get down to it. Let's start with the flight down to Nevada. That was when I was able to dive into a new magazine called Choke, the Kitchen Scene Zine. And for Choke, think Artichoke. This is a great new anonymous publication from, I think, someone or ones in the Vancouver cooking world. I'll put a link in the show notes, and I highly recommend that you check out Choke for yourself. It's a cute, folded little Xerox zine. It's very tiny, it's very artistic, and it's creatively and beautifully folded. Here's what it says in the opening of the first issue that came out in July of 2019. Hello, welcome to the first ever issue of Choke, an independent zine born of cooks fueled by long hours, scant pay, and a love of all the sustenance we shove down our gullivers. We are cooks, not journalists, and we hope you enjoy this pocket-sized piece of paper covered with ink. And enjoy it, I did. The first issue came with a meditation on words, it came with a culinary-themed crossword puzzle, as did the second edition, and it came with a handy guide to Vancouver street food, which turned out to be a very cool directory to edible plants in the city. As an example, there was wood sorrel, which was stated to be found in pavement cracks, gardens, dry areas along the seawall. I was also introduced in that first edition of Choke to Diligent Dave, and Diligent Dave is a dishwasher with 23 years experience and a master's degree in philosophy who pens an advice column. Diligent Dave and the crossword, of course, as I said, showed up in the second issue, that's October 2019, and that was called The Fung Issue, all about mushrooms. Anyway, as I say, I highly recommend that you find Choke for yourself and give it a go. And heck, if you've got a burning question, if you need some advice, maybe Diligent Dave can help you out. Okay, on with the trip. After Choke helped me pass the time on the flight, we arrived at McCarran International and quickly made it over to our hotel. My wife did notice that before we got married, when we would go to Vegas, I'd have a limousine waiting to take us to a fancy pants hotel on the Strip, but... Now that we're married and dreaming of retirement someday, it was rideshare to an off-strip Marriott property. Anyway, 
The hotel was a-okay, and we quickly made our way out for a late dinner. Our first culinary stop of this Vegas trip was on that Friday night, and this was at a place that I've wanted to check out for a long time. It's called Sparrow and Wolf, and it's on Spring Mountain Road, where there are also a ton of really well-regarded Asian restaurants. It's a neighborhood that I want to spend more time exploring. And Sparrow and Wolf definitely lived up to my expectations. It's a beautiful room. They had amazing service and some simply delicious food. Some of the standouts, two dishes I'll tell you about. One was called Chinatown Clams Casino. And these were individual shells stuffed with clams and with lapchung and shiitake and then covered in this uni hollandaise. Incredible. Really, really good. As was the octopus that came in this vinaigrette broth business that was unbelievably tasty. It's one of the best octopus dishes I've ever had. Now, apart from our great dining experience, it was just really cool to experience Chef Brian Howard's place, Sparrow and Wolf, because I had heard that he had worked at Bouchon back in the day with some other chefs in Vegas who are now friends of mine. So somehow coming to Sparrow and Wolf felt like coming back to a familiar place, even though it was our first time there. And I've got a couple more thoughts on that later in today's episode. Anyway, on Saturday morning, we headed to the Arts District, and that, if you haven't been there yet, I recommend you go. It's between the Strip, the really busy, bustling, glitzy part of Vegas, and downtown, or Old Vegas, Fremont Street and Fremont East. Anyway, the Arts District sits in between the two, and it's got some really nice stuff going on. So we went there because we were very keen to get to Esther's Kitchen for brunch. Now, This is the first of two restaurants opened in Vegas by Chef James Trees. I had been to his other spot, which is called Ada's, and that's in Summerlin, a little bit away from the Strip, a little further afield back. That was back in June, and both of these spaces are really worth a visit. Now, the dishes we had, we were there for brunch, as I say. My wife had the polenta with mushrooms and parmesan and some poached eggs, and I had what they called the meatball sando, so a meatball sub. And that came with potatoes that had been boiled and then roasted and then deep fried. They really were incredible. Now, James Trees, this chef, he manages somehow to take simple ingredients and make them taste supernaturally good. It really is something. I I know a reasonable bit about food and the importance of good ingredients. And I can see some tricks that a chef is using. I can see some tricks in a chef's dishes. But Chef Trees has got something else going on. His food is just incredibly almost too good to be true tasty. They have their own bread baking program. I saw that in the back of the restaurant. Everything really is done right. It's done from scratch. But I don't know. I'm going to have to try to get a stage there to figure out just how they make such simple food taste that good. Oh, and they've got some cutlery there from the Dunes Hotel. Now, if you're a Vegas fan, you will, of course, know the Dunes Hotel. If you're not, it was a classic old hotel that was imploded to make way for the Bellagio. The Bellagio was completed in 1998. Now, think about the Dunes and think about the people who performed there. There was Sinatra, Liberace, Judy Garland, George Burns, Phyllis Diller, and many others. They all performed there. And if you go to Esther's now, you can eat your brunch eggs or whatever else you're having with a genuine Dunes fork, engraved and all. So, anyway, if you're a Vegas fan like I am... I highly recommend it, even for that little bit of the experience, but of course mainly for the food. Anyway, later that Saturday, after Esther's, we went on to a place called the Mint Tavern, and there we met up with a friend, Chris Kim, uh, another podcaster. Chris does the great Faces and Aces Las Vegas podcast. I can't say too much yet, but Chris and I are in the very early planning stages for something. 
we'll see what we can bring together. On this trip, though, we had a beer at the Mint, and Chris actually interviewed me for his show. I've been listening to Faces and Aces for years and years, so it was really a thrill to be interviewed by Chris. Uh, He's such a friendly guy. He has such a great show. I'm really honored and really excited to be a part of it, and I will definitely let you know when that episode is going to be coming out. And I just want to say, Chris, thank you so much for flying out for the day. Chris flew out and back to L.A. on the same day. He met with me and B, and he met with some other friends, and I just really, really appreciate him taking the time and making the trip, making that effort, just to be there for part of one day. Okay, so after the Mint, again, I recommend you check this place out. It's small, it's a little bit quirky, it's... um, it was quiet when, when we were there, some great drinks, a really nice place just to relax for a bit. So after we were at the Mint, we headed to Atomic Liquors in Vegas, in downtown Vegas. And this is in the Fremont East neighborhood. It's a great spot. I've mentioned it before. It's one of the oldest, I think it is the oldest freestanding tavern in Las Vegas. It's got the original freestanding tavern liquor license. It is so named, Atomic Liquors, from back in the day when people would actually watch nuclear detonations as a form of entertainment. Anyway, we were there for an event called Sour Saturday. Now, this was brought to my attention by my new friend, Laura Tucker. And Laura, you heard from last week on the show on episode 25. Laura is a Vegas-based attorney, and she's a food and restaurant and craft beer enthusiast as well. So B and I met up with Laura and with her boyfriend, Rajan, who is also a lawyer. He's a former restaurant owner. He's a Cicerone and an all-around good guy who guided us to some fantastic sour beers. So that was just a really, really fun event. We spent a couple of hours there and had some good food and some incredible sour beers and it was wonderful to meet Laura live and in person and some of her friends as well. So thanks Laura for setting that up for us. I really enjoyed it. Now Saturday was a really busy day and a really filling day because after Sour Saturday we eventually made our way to a new to me steakhouse. It's called Scotch 80 Prime And it's in the Palms Casino, just off the Vegas Strip. It's near to the Rio, Las Vegas. And the Rio comes up a little later in the trip and on today's show. Okay, so here's how that came about. In March of 2018, I proposed to my now wife, Baharnas, after an amazing dinner that we had at Bouchon Bistro in the Venetian Hotel. And Bouchon is the place that I've staged at a number of times over the years. It was our friend, Chef Daniel Ontiveros, who was in the kitchen that night, and together with Chef Josh Crane and the whole team at Bouchon, they planned and executed this really amazing meal for us. In fact, you just might hear about that experience on an upcoming episode of... Faces Naces Las Vegas. Anyway, Chef Daniel is now the executive chef at Scotch 80 Prime at the Palm. So over we went to check out that place. And wow, what a place. It is a gorgeous room. It's got art everywhere. And and not just a bit of art. By art, I'm talking $60 million worth of Basquiat in a private dining room. And there's a cause sculpture when you walk in at the check-in desk. And there's a war hall on the wall and on and on. It's a really, really beautiful room. So we sat at a booth and we had this incredible meal. Chef Daniel encouraged us not to order too much because he was going to send out a few things and a few turned into many and we had some stone crab claws, we had rib cap steak, we had salmon tartare, we had a tuna shooter dish, we had some mushrooms, we had some gnocchi and on and on. It was really, really wonderful food. And Daniel came out from the kitchen. He spent a bunch of time with us, sat down in our booth and chatted. It was so wonderful to catch up with him and to hear what's going on at his new place. 
Now, about that booth, this was very new to me. So we were seated in one booth next to us. In the immediately adjacent booth, there were three people. And between the two booths, right between, so standing very close to ours as well, was this enormous dude who didn't move, didn't sit down. He just stood there throughout the meal, except that when one of the three from the booth next to us had to go to the washroom, he went with them and then came back. So bodyguard, I presume, I have no idea who the people next to us were, but... Only in Vegas, in my experience. Anyway, after dinner, Daniel let us know that Chef Brian Howard from Sparrow and Wolf was going to be coming by the bar at Scotch 80 Prime. So B and I went out there, and Chef Brian kindly bought a round of very tasty whiskey, and we had a great chat with him and with Daniel. So I told you that Sparrow and Wolf felt familiar, and maybe that's why, because there's this great connection uh, from the Bouchon days of old, and these chefs really do stay in touch with each other. And I just want to say thanks, Brian, for a great end to that evening. And I am going to get in touch because I'm serious about that idea we discussed of having some Vegas chefs come up to Vancouver. And I do want to talk to you about that. Anyway, what a wonderful night. So that was Saturday. And then on Sunday morning, we went shopping. And that was shopping. Um, It was good, actually. I bought a jacket. Uh, So that was fun. And then after shopping, we went to a place back in the Arts District. And this was on the recommendation of Chef Brian Howard. It's called Good Pie. A really neat little pizza joint. It was small, hole in the wall, super friendly, super good pizza by the slice. Chef Vincent there was (laughs) straight out of central casting for a pizza shop owner. He was friendly and uh, just wanted to interact with us, and we had a really, really good time and really, really good pizza. Loved the whole experience. So thanks to Brian for recommending it, and thanks to Vincent for a great stop at Good Pie. And heck, this place was right next door to the pawn shop from Pawn Stars, so I finally got to see that place too. Then after Good Pie, we just walked. It was quite close. We went to a place called Vesta Coffee Roasters, and this is back near to Esther's Kitchen. And there we met up with Sonia Swanson. And Sonia is one half of the Spicy Eyes podcast. And I've gone on about the Spicy Eyes podcast here on Cheftimony before. Definitely like Faces and Aces. Check it out. I highly recommend it. So Sonia works with Christy Totten to produce Spicy Eyes. And Christy, you have heard from before on Cheftimony. She and I together interviewed Chef Jamie Tran of Black Sheep Las Vegas, and that was on episode 17 of Cheftimony. Anyway, I had a really nice talk with Sonia about her podcast, about some of her writing projects, and she shared some cooking tips as well. So I'm really looking forward to sharing that talk with you on an upcoming episode. Sonia is super impressive. Some of the writing she does, and it's uh, largely food-based writing, it's really, really impressive. So I'll put some links into it on that upcoming episode, and I know you're going to like to hear what uh, what Sonia's got to say. And Sonia, thank you as well for the granola. It really is delicious, and it really does taste like carrot cake. It's fantastic, so thank you. All right, later on Sunday, that was also our day to take in shows. So we saw two of them. We saw, and they're both magic shows, I guess, um, and other things. So we saw a really small, intimate show called Xavier Mortimer's Magical Dream. That was at Bally's. Really, really fun show. This is a performer who used to be in Cirque du Soleil. He's now headlining his own two-person show in a small, intimate theater. Really worth seeing. Uh, Funny, some great magic tricks. Really enjoyed it. And then almost immediately afterward, we went on to the Rio Hotel that I mentioned before, the one by the Palms, and there we saw Penn & Teller. This is the second time I've seen their show. I'm a huge fan of Penn & Teller. The show changes all the time, I'm told. I can say that the second show, the one we saw this weekend, was very different from the first one I saw. 
These two guys have been performing together for more than 44 years. They do a meet and greet after the show. So knowing that, I grabbed B and we ran out very quickly after the show so we'd be among the first people out in the foyer. And there I got to meet Penn, which was great. So I got a picture taken with him. And if you've been keeping up with the Chef Timoni Instagram account, you'll have seen that already. Anyway, I've got so many great things to say about this show. Plus, they're just intelligent, thoughtful guys, Penn and Teller. They write books, they create movies, they talk politics really interesting and they put on a great magic show so nothing but great things to say about them that rounded out our sunday night and on monday we finally made it back to bouchon so this was really really nice we met up with chef josh crane chef josh is the guy i owe so much to he welcomed me into the kitchen at bouchon and has done that repeatedly over the years has uh, introduced me to many many members of his team and always made me feel incredibly welcome so I'm endlessly grateful to him, and plus now he's just a good friend as well, so it was great to catch up with him. We had a really great brunch in the restaurant. General Manager Aaron Pinnell, he was there, he took great care of us, made sure everything happened really quickly and uh, and beautifully, as it always does at Bouchon. We had some delicious pastries, then I had the croque madame with some frites, and it was fantastic, as it always is. Anyway, I'm always so grateful to get back to Bouchon. I feel like one of the family there, that's how welcoming the team is. So Josh and Aaron, thank you again for making me and for making B feel so welcome. It was so, so good to catch up with you guys. After Bouchon, we headed out in a rideshare, a bit of a drive. It was about half an hour and we went out to Boulder City. And Boulder City is this great small little town. It's right on Lake Mead where the Hoover Dam is. And there we met up with the camper chef himself. And you've heard from camper chef before on Chef Timoni too. This is Bart Copps, a wonderful guy. And Bart was just in the process of moving into a new house, but he very kindly took the time to meet with us, took us out into his backyard, poured us a drink. We looked at this incredible view out over Lake Mead, and I did an interview with Bart. And this guy is so high energy. He's always got a million projects on the go. He's endlessly giving of his time. And it was a really, really fun talk. So I can't wait to share that with you on an upcoming episode as well. And Bart, thank you very much for the apron. I'm going to put that to good use. And then it was almost time to go. The trip was almost over, but we did have time to go back to Caesar's Palace and have a second visit to the bar seats at Nobu Restaurant. This place was so, so good. We had the same bartender as our first visit earlier in the weekend, an incredibly friendly guy. And we just enjoyed some some light snacks and a drink. And I've got to say, we've got great sushi in Vancouver, but wow, this Nobu place was something else. If you get a chance to go, I say do it. It was really wonderful. Great experience. Anyway, then we dashed back to McCarran International Airport, and that was that. Another Vegas trip done. And not one hand of blackjack did I play, not one time did I throw the dice at a craps table, which is outrageous, but we were just too busy with great food and great friends, so really I have no complaints. Very few complaints. I want to go back and gamble a little. Anyway, I've got to get going now so that I've got some shot at editing this episode in time to publish it on Friday morning. Remember, you can avoid the hassle of ever having to download the Chef de Boney podcast just by subscribing to the show. You can do that on Apple Podcasts or really any of the other podcast directories. 
If you've got a few minutes, please take the time to rate Cheftimony, to give it a star rating. Again, you can do that on Apple Podcasts or many of the other directories. If you've got a few more minutes, please leave a written review for the show. Doing either or both of those things helps other people to share the show, and I would really appreciate it. As always, I love to hear from you. It's absolutely one of the best parts of doing this podcast. I recently heard from a chef in Toronto who very kindly invited me to cook with her if I'm ever out that way, and the next time I am, I would absolutely love to do that. So thank you, Doris, for sending that email. If you've got a comment or a question for Chef Demoni, please do let me know. If you've got a topic suggestion, maybe there's a chef you'd like to hear interviewed, or you know a lawyer who's got an interesting connection to the food scene, please just get in touch. You can do that on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook or send me an old-school email to graham at cheftimony.com. All right, thanks very much for joining me today. Thank you for indulging my love for Las Vegas. Thank you for listening to another Vegas episode. I'm Graham McLennan, and I'll see you again in a week, right here on Cheftimony. Cheftimony.